0: Cryptid creatures are seemingly everywhere in this world, in the swamp, in the forest, in the sky, in the oceans. It seems nowhere is safe. Welcome back to the swamp, my friends, and welcome if you're new. It's good to see you made it back for another episode. Today, I'm going to be sharing some creepy, and allegedly true, encounters with cryptid creatures. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share, whether it's an encounter with a cryptid creature or something else, Be sure to submit it at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. Joining me today is my good friend, Derek Weber. If you enjoy his voice, be sure to check out his channel. You can find the link to that in the description down below. Now, without further ado, let us get into these creepy, and allegedly true, cryptid encounter horror stories. I've been contemplating sharing my story for some time, ever since I discovered your channel a couple of years back. The story in question happened to me around 20 years ago when I lived in Puerto Rico. I was 17 years old, and of course, I lived with my parents at the time. For a bit more background, my parents owned a house in a small town in what would be considered a suburban area. My house didn't have a garage, and the only vehicle we had was my dad's and he would always park it on the side of the house. We always had a clear view to the backyard where our trees were, and behind that, there was an empty field. My dad would always be home around 5, 6, or 7 p.m., and always park his vehicle there. This detail is vital for later. There weren't smartphones at the time, so our way of socializing before the media became the new thing, my neighbors and friends used to hang out at my place a lot. Most times, we would sit at night in front of my house, which would face the street and talk about school and whatever video games we were into at the time, which usually would be longer on the weekends, since we didn't have to worry about school the following day. However, this night, for some reason, I can't really remember now, my dad was not home yet, and the space where he would usually park was empty, which allowed me and my friend to see the backyard of the house while we were talking in the front side of my house. My friend, I will call them K for the story, was there with me, talking as per usual, waiting for the rest of my friends to arrive that night. It was around 7pm and it wasn't too dark yet when we both were looking towards my backyard up in one of the trees. At first I thought I saw someone in on one of the branches, but the thing was just so animalistic looking and the more I stared at it, the more disturbed I became because I now realized this was not a person. The eyes of this thing were red like nothing I had ever seen before. It had a distinct glow to it, and as crazy as it may sound, the best description I can give to you was that it had a monkey face with weird-looking wings. This thing was at least five feet crouching in the tree branches, so there was no telling how truly tall it was. I was shocked when I saw this, but whatever this was, it wasn't moving or doing anything other than staring right back at us. I quietly, but without taking my eyes off, asked my friend, K, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And please, if you are, tell me what it looks like to you. I had to ask without telling him what I was seeing out of fear. I was the only person seeing it, but to my horror, he responded, I see a freaking monkey face with red eyes and wings. That's when I felt a full chill run down my body, because I realized how real this thing actually was in that moment. Out of fear, I rushed my friend inside the house and closed the door behind us. My mom was sitting in the living room, giving us a strange look. You need to know about my family, that we're no strangers to the paranormal and weird sightings, but that is a story for another day, and this was something different from anything we have ever experienced. As I told my mom what we had seen, she looked at me and looked at Kay's face, which was all she needed to believe us. None of us dared to investigate. We never saw it again after that night, thankfully. I have no idea what this was, what it wanted, or why it was there, since we didn't own any pets. I don't think it was the chupacabra, as many people see around here, since the physical features of this thing had looked nothing like a typical description. But I'm sure glad I no longer live there anymore.
1: Alright, so check this out. Here's some background info. There's a small town called Elfreda, a little ways past Tombstone in Arizona. My grandparents own many acres of land there. They harvest pecans and own about a dozen cows. This land used to be inhabited by Native American Indians. My best friend and I, we love to go out and find arrowheads, small bottles and other cool things of this kind. When I was about 15 or so we went to visit my grandparents my mom my stepdad my three younger siblings and my best friend Lauren we got there we said hello and then everyone went off to do their own thing Lauren and I decided to go up to the mountain and explore the old caves we went up to our usual way and started looking at the holes the Indians used for grinding food and the cave paintings we had only been up there for about 30 minutes before we began to feel uneasy. I felt queasy and I started to feel like I was being watched. We decided to leave right then and we began walking down to where we parked our four-wheeler. We were almost there when we heard a rock fall off the larger one right above us. We totally freaked out and we ran down to the vehicle and sped off as fast as we could. I listened to a lot of scary stories, so I immediately started overthinking about skinwalkers. Lauren managed to calm me down saying it was probably just a mountain lion or a javelina. We got home and decided not to tell my parents and just move on. Later that evening, my family all decided to go to the lake. The lake was only about a mile and a half, maybe two miles from the house. You follow a trail that has the orchard on one side and the cow pasture on the other. And once you get about halfway, you have to get out and open a gate. So the rest of the trail, you're riding in the cow pasture. But on your left side, you're riding right up along this fence. And on the other side is just unkept Arizona wilderness. My family left a little bit before me, but they left me the keys to the other four-wheeler. I left on my own, and I started the drive. The first half went without incident. However, once I got out to open the gate, I heard what sounded like one of our cows. But it wasn't on the right side. It was on the left side of the fence, and there was something off about it. It sounded more robot-like, I guess. I just listened, and the sound became more of a scream. It startled me. Then I threw the gate open, and I quickly drove through, but I still had to get out and shut the gate as well, and when I did, I heard the scream again. It sounded like it was only a few feet from me, and once I got the gate shut, I turned to the fence where I heard the noise, and what I saw scared the absolute life out of me. There was this coyote standing on the other side of the fence, but it wasn't normal, it was like its lips were missing, exposing its sharp teeth. His bones, they were sticking out of his skin that looked like it was barely draped over its body, and its eyes, pure yellow, as if they were glowing. I stumbled backwards and I booked it to my vehicle. The thing jumped at the fence making the most terrifying screech, its bones, they cracked when it moved, and this horrible smell filled the air, like rotting flesh, rusted metal. I sped to the lake where my family was sitting, laughing. And talking, I walked over and I took a seat next to my best friend. She immediately knew something was seriously wrong, and I didn't tell her about it until we were driving back to the farmhouse together. She seemed to believe me, and I was so shaken by this that I couldn't sleep that night. We left in the morning, and after a few days, I felt fine. I still don't know how I got over it that quickly, it all seemed so unreal in a way Like, the feeling you get after you realize a nightmare was only a nightmare. But I know it was real, and I'm just unaffected by it. I believe in everything that I have that that was a skinwalker, with research in the fact that we were on previous Indian territory. This was the first time I've ever seen one, but it was most definitely not the last. I think the thing is hooked on me now, And I don't think there's been a time when I go that I don't ever see it.
0: Hi there, I love your stories. They keep me company while I'm cleaning and doing household work. So onto my story, a bit of background about me. I love Bigfoot and cryptid TV shows and I've learned quite a bit about Bigfoot over the years. I live in South Africa, where the forestry industry is quite extensive, thousands of hectares of forests made up mostly of pine or gum trees. We also have plenty of fruit trees and big game in the woods, buck, even leopard. I live in a residential area that backs onto these forests. A few months ago, I took my dog, a chocolate Labrador, for a walk in the forest to get out of the house for an hour or so. We were about a kilometer into the forest along one of the many service roads when I got an uneasy feeling, like I was being stared at. My dog's hair was all standing up too, and she was tugging on the lead, wanting to protect me. I looked in the direction she was lunging, and I couldn't see anything, but she could. So I trusted my dog and told her to come and turn for home. If someone with bad intentions was stalking us, I didn't want to be around to find out. Then I heard a knock on wood, but it wasn't a slight knock. It sounded like a solid and hard force hit this tree. These knocks were coming from about three kilometers away, so whatever made them was considerably strong. We have monkeys around here, but they don't normally make whooping noises. More clicks and scream sounds. But I started hearing whoops back and forth across the valley. I told my dog to run and we both broke out into a full sprint. We stopped running when we reached the edge of the forest to open the gate to the service road. I got home about five minutes later, as it was a very short distance away. I asked my mom if she had heard them, and she said yes and thought it was rather odd. I've never heard those noises again, and it wasn't during harvest time, so it couldn't have been people cutting down trees or any logging activity. A few nights later, I was on community watch patrol with my dad, and we were going along another service road in the forest, going to meet with a group of people. Crime is a big issue in our area. As we rounded a corner, I saw a massive human-shaped mass in the road. It was absolutely huge, much taller than the 4x4 we were in. As our headlights hit it, it turned its head and looked at us and darted off into the forest. Dark, long matted hair covered this thing. I asked my dad if he saw it, and he said he did and that was the last time we spoke of it. Now, driving at night, I am much more vigilant, and I don't walk in the forest anymore unless I'm on horseback with a group of people. That's my story. I'm sure it was a Bigfoot, but I don't even know if there are any reports of them here in South Africa. I do know that local legend says there are gorillas in these forests, but there aren't and I can only assume that that was code from Bigfoot sightings over the years. work on a horse farm in upstate New York. Not to get too specific, but it was around the Utica area. So, anyway, the story begins roughly two days before the encounter. We had to let the horses out to roam, and were inspecting the fence line. It is a substantial property, and so surveying it is an all-day, sometime-all-night endeavor. It was my girlfriend and I's turn to do the inspection, so we set off at around 9 a.m., The day was going rather smoothly. We had taken a break to enjoy our packed lunch and the beautiful view of the midfall mountains. It was 6 and dusk was setting in when we found a section of fence that looked like it had been smashed through. Large chunks of woods were tossed 20 yards or more. It looked as if someone had rammed through it with a truck. My girlfriend and I immediately discredited this as the explanation as there were no roads for about 3 miles. On top of that. There were no rut marks anywhere to be seen. We called back to the barn and told them to pull in the horses for a head count, if any were missing, and I told my girlfriend to take the ATV back to get some extra supplies that we would need to repair the extension. I would stay to watch for any returning horses and prevent any from escaping. It was very dark now. It was 7pm with no sign of the girlfriend. I was getting annoyed. My light was starting to dim and I was about to start walking back when I heard her call to me from the other side of the fence. She said that she had taken the long way around, that I needed to come help grab the supplies. I started walking over when behind me I heard the humming of an engine and saw the lights of the ATV come over the hill behind me. It was my girlfriend with the supplies. The color drained from my face, and I felt an otherworldly chill crawl through my body as I realized that it wasn't my girlfriend I had just talked to. I ran to the vehicle moved her across the bench seat and floored it, still pulling myself into it. I didn't touch the brake or let off the gas once the entire ride back. The supplies reeled out of the back. My girlfriend was pissed and kept screaming at me to slow down and tell her what was happening. But after just a few minutes, the anger gave way to concern and fear. We reached the barn. I slid to a stop and jumped out, my girlfriend trying to keep up. I yelled for everyone to lock the barn and get in the little homestead we were nearby for emergencies. They were confused, but thank God they listened to me. Once inside, I told them everything that had happened. For a bit after I finished, no one spoke. Faces white as sheets, not quite sure what was happening or what to do. Finally, they told me we were missing one horse, and we were about to go out searching for it. Thankfully, I had gotten there before they left. We spent the night in the homestead, The ranch owner handed out the few shotguns he had stored there to two other guys and myself. The girls went down to the basement with him, and we locked the door. None of us slept. The following day at sunrise, we guys went out to check the homestead's immediate perimeter, making sure it was safe for the rest of us to come out. As we stepped up, my eyes were drawn up to a crimson-stained tree with a puddle of frozen, murky red blood pooled at the bottom. I had found the missing horse. 20 feet up in the air and impaled on a sharpened tree branch, a jagged slit torn into it, sternum to hips, its entrails unwound and dangling, large chunks of flesh missing from seemingly every part of its body. We've since changed our protocols and have taken many precautions to protect ourselves and our horses from whatever the hell this creature is. We haven't had any issues for about a year now, knock on wood. I often shiver at the thought of what would have happened had I not known that my girlfriend was coming in the ATV when I heard that voice. Does anyone know what this creature is, and what we can do about it? Alright, I'm finally sharing this after it happened a few months ago. I had no idea this show existed at the time, and was on a social media break, so I'm excited to share this. A few months back I was sleeping cozily in my room when I woke up at around 2-3 in the morning to use the restroom. Naturally I go to do that, however once I get to the door frame, I get an overwhelming, unbearable sense to look up. Once I do, I notice there's this awful creature staring back at me. Its head looks like a large blob made up of a mesh of several facial features looking just over the top of the door with its hand on the top edge of the door. The exact second that I lock eyes with this terrifying thing, I get a completely unbearable, just heavy feeling to book it out of there. Oddly enough, I didn't. Rather, I stood and watched it. I was entranced. A few seconds afterwards, the creature seemed to just fade away in front of me. I told my parents about a week afterwards and they just said it was just the light, playing tricks on me. Even though the angles of the lights in my bedroom physically could not touch the bedroom door, nor could they be moved unless completely relocated, but whatever. There were consistent supernatural events in that bathroom for a while. Random water turning on, shower turning on with no one in there, lights turning off randomly while people were in or not in the shower. It happened to me while I was in the shower, however, the rest of the time no one else was. I attempted to force the alleged spirit or creature or whatever this was out of the bathroom with a cross as me and my family are highly Christian. However, someone found out and my family has been giving me trouble every now and then about it. I honestly have no idea if it's a spirit or a humanoid creature of some sort or if it's even real and I'm just maybe crazy. So I figured this would be the best show to share this. If anyone has any idea what this is I beg you to share. If anyone has a similar experience with a creature of the same build, please also share. Before I end, I do have a sort of update to share as well. The events have seemingly only gotten worse. On the way home from Home Goods, my mom spotted a creature crossing the road from our house. It looked like a human, but it was lacking hair, facial features, and its entire bottom half was missing, as it seemed to be crawling using its two arms. I've also been experiencing a feeling of being watched at night. Consistent random cuts and scratch marks are showing up on me. Unexplained whispers in the bathroom has been having the exact same thing happen as mentioned. Lights flickering at random, turning off and on, showering with no one there. But it's just more often now. I will try to get a sketch of the creatures if I can and send it into the show. Thank you all in advance for your responses and I will keep you all updated. I am Cherokee. I live in northeastern Oklahoma, and I think my roommates and I encountered a skimwalker. We live in a small neighborhood, and at nighttime, my roommate takes her small dog out into the front yard to let her go to the bathroom. It was around 4 a.m. when my roommate went outside with her dog like usual, and she saw something walking at the end of our driveway, maybe 50 to 60 feet long. She described what she saw on four legs, but It didn't look like it had a head, apparently, but she was without her glasses in the dark, so who's really to say? She and her dog hid by our other roomie's car until it walked further up the road, and then she grabbed her dog and booked it inside. I thought that was weird, jokingly, I said, that it could have been some sort of skimwalker, and then we just teetered off from there. Fast forward to about two nights ago. My roommate is at work, so I take her dog outside for her. And I'm standing in our front yard. It's dark out, and suddenly her dog, which is a very small dorky dog, takes a few steps and barks, and then I hear my dad talking from a few feet away. My dad lives an hour away, and I rarely see him, so there's no way it was him, randomly out there in the dark. I told my roommate's dog to hush, and I looked around, but none of my neighbors were outside. It was just my roommate's dog and me. She kept barking and I felt this sense of dread wash over me, so I quickly ushered her inside, and I closed all of our curtains. I'm not sure if it was a skimwalker, but it mimicked my dad, and it was clear as day. I don't know much about any Cherokee legends, as I grew up away from my culture, but my first thought was skimwalker. Please let me know what you all think in the comments down below, and thank you for sharing my story. For context, this took place in a heavily wooded neighborhood in Nebraska. Both me and my friend were, you know, having some fun, drinking some beers. Most of this can probably be boiled down to a coincidence, but I feel like it's a cool story, nonetheless. About a year ago, me and my friend, who we will call Jason, were driving around in my car. We had been swapping ghost stories the entire time, and we were both a little spooked. We pulled into a neighborhood that was surrounded by trees sometime around 11 at night. As we were driving, we came to a dead end and had to turn around. As I was reversing my car, Jason told me, in a muted tone, to look out his window. In the driveway of the house that we backed up to, there was a huge black dog. It was right there between the house and the tree line. Mind you. We knew the person who lived in that house and knew for a fact that they were out of town and had brought their dog with them. This dog creature thing looked sickly, and it had walked out from behind their house. It didn't resemble any sort of coyote or wolf, and stumbled toward us with a gait that seemed very off, like its legs were different sizes or broken. We both just sat there, like under a spell or a trance, as it walked towards us and it completely halted about 30-ish feet away. It looked like it was struggling to breathe as its whole body heaved when it stopped moving. Its eyes were the weirdest part, though, as even though we couldn't really make out any other features, its eyes seemed to glow like they would look on in a night vision camera. The music that had been playing had stopped, and now I was just filled with dread looking at this thing. I'm white, but not white enough to go find out exactly what it was. We both kind of snapped back into it, and I floored away in my car, away from that house as the dog just stared at us with its weird eyes. Once we had completely left the area, the music abruptly cut back on, and we both agreed that what we saw was not something of this natural world. The weirdest coincidence was that when I got home, my mom was watching a show on Skimwalkers and the first thing I saw when I opened my phone was a video on skimwalkers. I don't know what I saw, and I doubt it was a skimwalker, but it was such an odd series of events that I don't know exactly what happened. Even as I am writing this to submit to your show, my phone glitched out in a way I have never seen and shut down, deleting everything I had written and making me write it all over again. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true cryptid encounter horror stories. If you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button as it helps me out a ton in the YouTube algorithm. The more likes this episode gets, the more YouTube promotes it, and that helps the swamp grow. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or another podcast platform, please be sure to give this a 5-star rating as that helps me out a ton over there, and it's very much appreciated. If you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, Be sure to submit it to SwampDweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I would love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going on a daily basis. Much love to my friend Derek Weber, who helped me read story number two today. If you enjoy his voice, please be sure to check out his channel. You can find a link to do so in the description. If you're on the go and don't have YouTube Premium but still would like to listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller Scary Stories no matter where you are, you can download them absolutely free from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and pretty much everywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. If you would like to support the Swamp outside of hitting that like button, subscribing, and potentially giving us a 5-star rating on iTunes, maybe check out the merch store. I've got everything from hoodies, t-shirts, face masks, and more. I'd love to see you guys wearing some cool swamp threads. I'd love to know in the comments down below, what story was your favorite tonight? There were so many interesting creatures that were sighted in this episode, I don't know if I can pick one. Be sure to join me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and I'll see you guys soon with another creepy video.